When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back into it, it's Hour 2, it's Hale Varsity Radio here at the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Day 1, the club at Indian Creek, Krishman, Elijah Herbal, and Connor Clark. We welcome in a standout Husker and uh, part of those teams that got to the conference title games. Now owner and trainer for Alliance Sports Training, Brandon Ketty with us. BK, how's it going, man? You ready for another football season? Thanks for the time. Yeah, absolutely. What's up, man? So glad to be here with you guys. Absolutely, man. I just tell my wife, I said, babe, I'm so excited. Football is around. So now every weekend after our games, we can just sit around and watch football. <laughs> That's the way to do it. That is the absolute way to do it. Uh, no, no time off, no days off. And I know we'll talk about your, your weekend event coming up here with Alliance Sports. But how are you feeling, man, as you look at this 2023 Nebraska squad with Coach mm-hmm. Rule? I'm excited, man. I got a chance to go down there one of the spring practices, um, and I got to talk with Coach Rule, man. And I just love, like, how just, like, normal he is, right? Like, he, A, he already looks like he should be, like, a recruiting coordinator, right? He doesn't look like he should be the head coach. But then when you get to talk to him and you ask him certain questions, like me and Prince went down there. Uh, Prince said, hey, like, what are, your, what are your core values? What are your pillars? And he's like, I don't know. I'll let them figure it out. And I was like, okay. He was like, you know, we steer them where we needed to be, but, like, they have to play the game. So they need to figure it out, and then we go with that. So I, I like the vibe around what he's doing. I just seen, like, um, like an end of, the, end of practice speech that he had the other day, and I was like, dude, that made that, like, that gave me chills. I was ready to run through a wall after hearing something like that. Brandon Kenny with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Brandon, you offer a, a pretty unique perspective on a week like this because we've been talking a lot about some injuries in the wide receiver room and maybe some young guys needing to step up in the wide receiver room. And you're yes. a guy who did that both at community college and then your first year at Nebraska, you're a newcomer, and you, you saw a decent amount of action your first season at Nebraska. So tell me, yeah. what does it take for a young wide receiver to earn the trust of the coaching staff and be able to see the field whenever there could be a need there this upcoming season for the Huskers? Just being coachable as much as possible. Um, I remember being so down um, because I wasn't getting the reps that I thought I deserved and, uh, and, and I, I wasn't getting in the games and you know, all these different things. But it's like... I think play fast. Um, so they can't trust you when you get in there because that's what Coach Gilmore would tell me all the time. He said, dude, we love what you're doing. We just got to be able to trust you when you get out there. And I had to get in there, in and out, to make a few mistakes until I kind of start... Start, start, until I started to catch my second win, I feel like the Iowa State game, um, my my junior year, I believe, where I kind of had like maybe three or four catches, but it was like a confidence booster for me. 
Um, so you just got to earn the coach's trust by learning the playbook, learning where you need to be so you can play fast at all times. Now, Brandon, when you were kind of gearing up to take that role and just staying ready, as you mentioned, and there's a couple of guys on this roster right now that may have an opportunity throughout the year. So what was probably the most important thing for you to stay ready when you weren't in that starting role? To be honest, it was the guys around me, um, the Niles Paul, the Chris Brooks. Um, they would stay uplifting me during that time. They would keep, you know, keep on telling me, hey, man, keep going, dude. You got it. You're physical. You're fast. You got it. You just got to figure out the small things. And, again, coming from junior college, you got away with a lot, too, as well, right? Like, I was able to get away with some things just being athletic than other guys. But now when you step it up another level, now it's got you have to be technique sound um, in everything that you do. Brandon Kenny joining us here Varsity Radio here at the Pinnacle Bank Championship. The club at Indian Creek, we're on number 17, is uh, where we're set up. Alliance Sports Trading, that is what Brandon Kenny is doing. And you mentioned a, a big word, Brandon, a little bit ago. That was trust, and it's been talked about. It's been talked about by position coaches. It's been talked about by rule. And it's been talked mm-hmm. about by the players. Talk a little bit about that two-way street from a trust standpoint, you earning the coach's trust, but also being able to trust the coaches. Absolutely. And that and that's simply just understanding when the coach is telling you something, if it's about playing time, if it's about things they need to see that you're doing, that you make sure that you do all those things. And that's how you can keep coaches accountable in a sense, too. Of like, hey, coach, I sat down and asked you what, what I needed to get on the field. I feel like I'm doing that. If I'm not, show me, right? Um, so we can kind of figure this out together. But I tell players all the time, especially my parents or the youth kids that I coach, I say, look, we want to play the best kids. We, you, we want to win, right? It's about building them up and everything else. But we want to win, so we're going to play the best kids. But we're going to play the kids that give us that shot to win, but that we also can trust when they're out there on the field to do exactly what we're telling them to do. It's Brandon Kinney with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Brandon, I don't want to look too far ahead here, but – I do want to look forward to the Minnesota game just in terms of of how important that first game is for starting your season off right and getting some momentum in the right way. Scott Frost, during his time at Nebraska, never quite got a season started off on the right foot. And Matt Rule, I think there's some optimism for what he can do in game one with the amount of talent that Minnesota lost last season. And whenever you you look ahead, what do you want to see in game one, Nebraska-Minnesota? We've heard a ton out of fall camp, but I don't think it really matters until this team goes and proves it on the field. Agreed. Yeah, man, to be honest, a win obviously would be great, right, to start it off. But just to see these boys get out there and play, um, get out there and play fast and play hard and tackle, 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 tackle really well, right? I know that was a thing um, during Scott's time that we didn't see a lot of. And, you know, things came out afterwards that they didn't really work on that type of stuff and do those type of things. So it's like you want to see that. And I think the small victories add up too, right? I mean, especially when you're going through a coaching change, culture change and the coaches too as well, any, any small wins that you can take, you need to take, and you need to praise them and be excited about it. Um, and I think the win is just cherries on top, if you can add that. Brandon Kitty's with us on Hale Varsity Radio, and I want to go back to that speech that you were talking about from Matt Rule the other day, and we talked on the show yesterday about how establishing a new culture is extremely important. What are your thoughts on the culture that Matt Rule has been implementing here in a short time in Lincoln? I love it, man. I absolutely love it because I just feel like 
It's just honest. It's honest. It's up front. And it's the things that he wants to do. I also like, too, as well, like, right, we don't always know the stories behind these kids that, you know, end up transferring or getting suspended and things like that. But I love it because it's setting a standard, right? It's saying, like, look, man, this is mine. This is how we're going to do it. If you don't want to do it, that's okay. But this is what it's going to be. And if you're not going to do it, then you can't be here, right? So, like, I love to see those things happening because change is happening, right? And not everybody is okay with it, right? Some people don't like it. Some people don't understand it, right? And especially at a young age, you know, I always thought, too, is why I was always right at times. You don't understand? So um, I love to see that because I believe that he's figuring it out. He's making changes that need to be made. And, Brandon, to marry those last two questions together, what can you look for from a fan point of view, what you can see on television in that Minnesota game to see how that culture at Nebraska is coming along? Is there anything that you can glean from just watching a team on the field in their first game to see where the culture is at? Yeah, I think that you just look at and you compare the teams that you're seeing last year to now, right? How they tackle, the energy, the camaraderie. That you can critique to be able to see that. Um, but I believe that he's he's absolutely doing that, and I believe I believe the honesty behind it all is what gears it all. You know, especially after that spring game, him saying, "Hey, we're we're, we're not there yet." And to me, that was basically saying like, "We're not good." <laughs> so quit the you know quit the rah rah this and that. We got a while to go, and that's what I'm here for for the long haul to work and get after that. Brandon Kenny can find him on Twitter. Do so at bkenny84 and Alliance Sports Training. Brandon, those teams were really good in close games. Mm-hmm. They were good in the mm-hmm. Big Ten. They were good in the Big Twelve. Why were you guys able to not only win tight ball games but overcome mm-hmm. some pretty large deficits? I, to be honest, man, Chris, it was the standard. It was just the standard and what Bo expected from us, what he wanted from us, and what he demanded. Um, And I think when you make it black and white, especially for young kids, in this day now with all the NIL stuff and everything else, like I needed black and white as a young man. I needed it because if you gave me gray, I was going to take gray all day, right? But if you (laughs) gave me black and white, I had a choice. So it's either be here, fall in line with the team, or or I'm an outcast, right? So... Um, I believe it was that. It was just a standard that they stood for and that, that we were going to be able to, um, um, I guess, play up to. And and all the players believed in that. We all trusted that, and we all wanted to play with that type of attitude. Receiver room, Billy Kemp has been getting a lot of praise. He got one of those single-digit numbers after practice yesterday, the transfer from Virginia. Garcia Castaneda back. Xavier Betts is back. Washington, of course, the Texas transfer. Uh, Malachi Coleman, Jalen Lloyd. I mean, those are some of the names we're hearing. There's also some other names that, you know, Rules had a guy that was a, uh, a you know, a fourth or fifth teamer always rise up that depth chart to every year he's coached in college. What's your take on the receiver room? Is there a player you're circling and waiting for kind of a breakout year? I'm excited about all of them, but I got a chance to sit with Malachi Coleman. I wanted to practice and talk to him, and he talked to some of my boys from my organization that I took down. And I just really love his heart, man. I'm a, I mean, I'm a fanatic for the big, obviously, big physical fast receivers. Uh, but just hearing that young man's story, his heart, uh, what he wants to come in here and do, uh, made me a huge fan just talking with him the short 10, 15 minutes that I did. 
So I'm definitely looking for him. But I love the return of Xavier Betts. I was a huge Xavier Betts fan, so I love that uh, Rules giving him a shot to come out here and prove himself. Obviously, he put some good stuff on film the time he was here. So um, they, they, they're deep, they're stacked. Um, I just hope they can come out now and just put it on film, man. Yeah, and Brandon, whenever you talk about putting it on film, from your time playing in the Big Ten as a wide receiver, is there one or two traits that you think are more important for success in the Big Ten than maybe in other conferences? If, if one of these receivers came to you and said, hey, man, I just, I'm struggling to make this transition to the Big Ten, how'd you make it work? Is there anything that you think these guys need to have in order to succeed in the Big Ten? I think it's always blocking, um, and I believe that because it's so – Talk about it for receivers, right? You talk about those types of things, those big, those big touchdown plays, right on the edge, comes from those receivers blocking those safeties, push crack, uh, and sticking on those corners. So I think it's that. You know, it's so funny somebody asking that question the other day. We're like, hey, what was more tougher? What was I said? Well, man, the Big Twelve, I felt like they were really athletic. Those DBs were always big, physical, strong. When we got to the Big Ten, they weren't as big to me, in my opinion. Um, but we, we, were, we were always proud to be able to block tough and be hard and really set that standard and example each game. So I would always say, man, it's blocking on the edge, always blocking. Do you have a, a favorite block that you threw during your time at Nebraska, one that sprung a big one? Oh, plenty, man. What do you mean? <laughs> plenty of, you know, you know we blocked for it. So I think it was the Missouri game. It was a few push track um, blocks on that game. The Idaho game that Roy had a, a huge run. I had a great push block, uh, push crack block. Washington was another one. Uh, but we prided ourselves on that. And, and Coach Gilmore was a huge reason um, in that I had never heard of blocking that much until I got to Nebraska and met Coach Gilmore. I always thought, I was like, man, I want to look pretty. I want to catch the big touchdown pass. He's <laughs> like, no, you're going to block or you're not going to play. I'm like, oh, okay. So uh, we learned real quick. But we love that standard that we that we that we play to because DB that's intimidating. To really be physical with a, a DB all game is super super intimidating, man. So you wanted to play Washington every week. Am I reading you right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> three catches, three touchdowns. Brendan Kenny, thank you for coming. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, Brendan Kenny with us here is we're at the Pinnacle Bank Golf Championship Day One, Hole Seventeen. The club at Indian Creek. Brandon, before we go here, a couple of minutes, and just tell us what you've been up to with Alliance Sports Training. You got your jamboree coming up here the 12th of August. That is Saturday. That's out at Millard South. Tell the folks yeah. what you've been up to and, and what uh, the event looks like this Saturday. Yeah, absolutely, man. So we've been just growing since we started Alliance Sports Training three years ago. Um, and it's been amazing, man. This year we got seven football teams. Uh, we'll have five basketball teams in the fall, and we're just constantly growing, man. We're so excited to see uh, what God continues to do with this mission. Saturday is going to be so awesome to have our first ever jamboree. Uh, we got some local teams that are that are uh, joining too as well, some first year organizations as well. So it's exciting, man, to get our boys out there to get their feet wet, to get some live reps, um, and to kind of get that feeling. Right, we got two third and fourth grade teams that. Um, that have never played before. Uh, so I'm super excited for them, too, as well. But just even more excited to just see kids playing football, um, giving their all, and knowing that football season is right around the corner, man. So it's so awesome leading a great organization um, that's about building up the youth because I believe if we do that and we reach back and we pour it to our, our little people of this world, um, our world will be a completely better place, man. So it's exciting, man. 
Brandon Kenny with us, doing great stuff. Alliance Sports Training, the Alliance Jamboree gets going at 1.30. Saturday, Millard South High School game start right at 1.30. Go out and support Brandon Kenny and what he's doing with the kids here in Omaha. BK, you're the best, man. We'll get caught up again during the season. Thanks for a few minutes yes. today. Always, brother. Appreciate you guys so much. Have a great day. Good to hear. Get his perspective. Brandon Kenny with his Sale Varsity Radio here at the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Number 17 is where we're set up. Uh, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. I think it may be a go for the boat tomorrow. Could have made it rhyme. I think it may be a go for the boat show. For the boat, the boat show. This is why Schmitty wasn't a rapper. This is why he was a radio host. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you <laughs> that's can say the that main reason. Are you making obscene sounds, or are you just wheezing into the microphone? <laughs> uh, we will talk more college football here. We're on seventeen, the club at Indian Creek. Gary Barnett. I think Barney could par this par three and. Not worry about the water hazard. Coach Barnett next on Hale Varsity.